Flaps Extended. Okay, our celebrity pilots on Flaps this month are Dan Gillespie Sells and Richard Jones. Hello, Dan. Hi, hey. And hello, Richard. Hello. Now, Dan flies uh, rotary machines, don't you? I do. Well, yes, occasionally. Well, once I did. Well, once, okay. And Ri- <laughs> Richard is uh, a fixed wing pilot, aren't you, Richard? I'm learning. Yeah, I'm getting there. Uh, and um, how are you both doing? All right. Very good. Yeah, well, not bad. Specifically with the flying? Well, or, well, <laughs> or generally? Let's be more generally. polite than that. Let's say generally. How are you doing generally? Generally, we're good. We're in, in the middle of promoting our album, and uh, we thought we'd pop in here to talk about flying because it's way more interesting than our, our music. Well, if you want to, <laughs> you better mention the album just once then, otherwise we'll, we'll forget about it. Yes, it's it. called Together We Were Made. And it was out on uh, the 20th of June. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay, <laughs> that's great. That's that kind of done now. and We, well, just talk, we, we, we can be really geeky and talk about <laughs> yeah. flying. So, Dan, why have you only been flying in a helicopter once? We, we thought you were a bit of an ace chopper pilot. No, no, I've, I did quite a lot of um, I did quite a lot of classes. Um, I got as far as doing auto rotation and and various cool. things, and and ran out of money. But I, what happened was I bought this pub in the East End, and we've turned it into a recording studio. And um, basically, with the amount of money that I spent on that, <laughs> I kind of ran out. But I will go back to it. I'm saving up as like, we speak. I'm like, saving up. So that's a lesson then to anyone thinking of learning to fly a helicopter. Even the lead singer of a band can't afford to do it. It's that expensive. It's ridiculous. My poor instructor's kind of waiting at Passanger Airfield for me to come back. You know, like kind of. <laughs> well, got... You proved the old joke twice. It's uh, how, how do you how do you make a small fortune? Yep. Start with a large one and learn to fly, <laughs> or or start with a large one and buy a pub. You've done both. I've done both. Both. Yeah, you brilliant. You mad fool, you. <laughs> I know, but I've had fun doing it. So how many hours have you got then, Dan? Um, oh, God, I can't remember. I don't know, I can't with them up. I think I've done, um, I don't know, how many, how many do you need before you get to auto-rotation? It was like, I think about 15 or something like okay, that. Okay, that's so not bad. It's so, not bad. I was getting ha- there. And have you auto-rotated? I have auto-rotated and it's incredibly scary. I was going to say, that must be the scariest thing you can imagine, <laughs> surely. It, well, do you know what? It's actually very peaceful. You kind of flutter down. You know, it, I kind of thought this this kind of, I thought this kind of crazy noise would happen or something. And actually it just goes very quiet and you just hear this and you're just kind of falling out of the sky. But it's, it's, um, it's actually very peaceful and you have a lot more control than you think. You know, because you've got one hand on the cyclic and then you, you, you're basically still controlling the speed. You can still control the the rotor speed. It's just that the, the you're looking at the, the you know, the, the engine speed indicator and it's just gone. You know, mm. it's just nothing there. And it's just the rotor. Is, but you've still got all the rest of the gauges are still working perfectly well. And it's just it just feels really lovely, actually. Well, it's a bit like when you do a PFL in uh, in, a, in, a, in a fixed wing when you, you cut the throttle right back. And, right. Yeah. And, you, and you, you know, you, you're, you're going to glide down somewhere. You're just gliding. And yeah. I took a mate up when I first got my license. In fact, the day my license landed on my doormat mm-hmm. as you do you rush out to, to take somebody up to so talk one of my friends up flying and uh, we're in the you know about 3,000 feet above Warwickshire and he said what happens if the engine stops now <laughs> and I said what you mean like this cut the throttle hey. and he was screaming like a baby <laughs> This is a big six foot five tall man from Liverpool who was screaming like a baby. Yeah. And um, and you know I had to get the engine fired up again before <laughs> before uh, he would uh, he would even begin <laughs> to talk to me. Before he come to bring, you know, pull himself together. Yeah, I, I know that feeling. So yeah. Richard, how uh, how how far through your training are you? I'm about I've got I've done about thirty hours dual and about two solo now, and I'm just on to learning nav. Right, Which okay. I'm enjoying out of denim. Is it really difficult to fit in around all the band stuff? Because obviously you've got that, all the band things that are going on, and then of course there's the weather. Yeah, it has, and it's been a particularly bad winter, hasn't it? I mean, we um, I started my training last August and got to solo by about October, and then after that, I just I was having like seven week layoffs in a row. Um, two or three of those where I just I flew about two hours, I think, in two months. 
Um, but it's just it's just so between the weather and between the work with the band, um, it's tough. But you know, I love it. So when I find time, are you in America a lot? Because uh, well, obviously the weather's a lot better, and you could learn over there. Well, yeah, I have heard that. We haven't been over for a while, but um, yeah, a lot of people do that. Then they go to Florida or Los Angeles or whatever, and that would be I'd love to do that. That'd be amazing. We went to LA to shoot um, our latest video, um, but it was kind of one of those things where the schedule was that we flew out, shot a video. And then came straight back again. There was no time to do anything like that. Yeah, it would, would have, have been done. would yeah. have been great, wouldn't it, to go up when we're over there? So Dan, what you need to do is you need to get off helicopters onto fixed wing, and then when you both pass, you can buy yourself a jet. You've got captain and first officer, and you can fly the band around. Exactly, and we can just I do know. it. That's That'd be amazing. I'm thinking of it. I'm thinking well, I might do that. I might switch. Well, actually, <laughs> when when you do, you know, when you finally do get your licenses, you'll learn that to fly with a buddy is. One of the best ways. Well, of, I am of even look, learning. I'm looking stuff. for a flying buddy, right? So okay. because it, it has occurred to me that um, obviously it's it's a lot of fun, and I'm mainly doing dual at the moment. But, but it's something you want to do with someone you can share it with, and ideally someone who can also fly. Absolutely. <laughs> because then it's safer and kind of more fun. You go on little trips and stuff. And it know? halves the cost of that hundred pound breakfast when you fly somewhere that's half an hour away. Yeah. He can fly back. You see? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, fantastic. So have you got anywhere in mind for your first trip when you pass? Because uh, people usually have a, an idea of where they want to fly for their first trip. Well, definitely the Isle of Wight. I know I went down to um, Shoreham the other day on my first kind of um, cross country because I've been doing a bit of, bit of nav in the local area. We went down to Shoreham and uh, I've got a lot of family in Brighton around the area and it was really good visibility and we could see the Isle of Wight as we were coming down um, over the downs. And yeah, that, that I mean, the idea of just popping there, well, that actually feels like, you know, when you've got, a, as we we're talking about earlier, a 300 quid cup of tea or uh, <laughs> or lunch, it's almost worth it in the Isle of Wight. It feels like you're going a bit further, because at least you're going across the sea a little bit. <laughs> it's harder to get there by car. <laughs> And what are you finding most difficult? Are you struggling with anything particular, Richard, or are you finding it all very easy? Well, no. I mean, the the flying bit I always found fairly natural. Um, you know, controlling of the aircraft I always found fairly natural, and really enjoyed that. It's something that I've wanted to do since I was a kid, and um, so that hasn't been too tough. It's the management of everything else, and I think it's it's getting your brain to be able to cope with the navigation, the radio. Uh, the planning, all of those things, whilst also flying the aircraft. That's the tricky part. Um, and as, as you probably know, when you first get in it, the idea of even going solo in the circuit scares the hell out of you. Uh, and that, that moment when you actually do that, as everybody told me, is something that I'll never forget. I mean, it's so incredible. When you lift off, obviously the, the um, aeroplane's a lot lighter than it was without your instructor there, and then you're up there on your own. Um, it's so exhilarating. You mentioned the radio there. You are, of course, famously the most played band on radio for 2006. Apparently your songs were played every five minutes. So I'd have thought you'd be quite good on the radio. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's a good point. If only the two went hand in hand. It's just doing that whilst flying. I don't normally have to fly a plane. Well, I never play while doing that. I know, you can't keep him off the radio, though. He's always on the radio. But um, no, I fly out of um, Denham, EGLD. Down in London, which uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's a really nice, nice little place. Because you have to navigate the edge of the Heathrow zone, though, don't you? Well, yeah, there's a there's a lot going on. The circuits at 750 feet, um, and yeah, you have to. There's you know you're right. You're actually inside the Heathrow zone, you're so right, yeah. you've got to keep keeps you on your toes. Oh well, even even uh, even more so next year when all the Olympic airspace restrictions come in, you'll be uh, all over the place, surely. Yes. Or maybe not. Actually, that's the idea. You won't be all over the place. But I think like a lot of things actually, because you're talking about going to America and and flying over there, I think when learning, it's actually quite good to be learning in London where it's very busy. It's like learning to drive in London because you're having to cope with all these different airspaces and changing altitudes and things. Whereas if you learn in the middle of the the desert, 
And my mum learnt to drive in Jersey where it's got one roundabout. Now she can't <laughs> drive in London. She just can't do it. <laughs> well, actually, I was in a, in a light aircraft flying to Guernsey over Easter. Um, and we were saying the same thing there about the fact that if you... It's, cause it's, such, it's almost, in the nicest possible way, a very sleepy place to go to. Certainly Guernsey was, I assume Jersey is the same. And we were saying, imagine learning to drive there where the speed limit is 35 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah. And then going over to the mainland and trying to drive around a big city. It must be a nightmare. Yeah, exactly. Straight onto the motor way yeah, yeah that's that's the scary bit isn't it yeah richard um yeah. in case our listeners don't know you're uh, quite famously married to the singer sophie ellis bexter aren't you i am yeah and you've worked together on the new album you've uh, you've done a track together haven't you that's right yeah there's a duet on the new album um with sophie was that okay i mean you know it could be a bit difficult husband and wife working together but no problems oh it's fine i mean we we actually met by working together originally many years ago so um we're used to that but it was a it was a totally natural thing. The song um, that Dan had written, the way that we'd produced it, and the way it was sounding, and the way that the the lyric that he'd wrote just really we knew straight away it would suit her voice and her style and we put her voice down on it and it was it's kind of perfect so it was very it's just yeah it was fun so she'll perform and make music with you but here's the question will she fly with you when you pass that's a good she's question. actually quite looking forward to it but we <laughs> we're both quite into funfair rides and all this kind of thing. So I think she's, you know, she's not, she's not scared or squeamish about those things. Although I think she should learn. I want to get. I heard about these um, packages they do where yeah, the partner kind of learning. That's thing right. Where yeah. you do ten hours of you learn to land basically, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. So I was thinking of uh, getting her that because it it's definitely wise as we're saying to have someone else. Well, absolutely. Uh, in fact, my girlfriend's thinking bizarrely of taking. She's been persuaded by one of the guys that came with us to Guernsey to to do her RT, right. so that she could operate a, a radio in the, in the aircraft, but not be able to fly it. Right. right yeah. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. You, uh, you can do that. I mean, quite wide one to it. I don't know, but she's. she's I know, yes. She's, Something she, for her to do well, while she's well, up there. She's, she's <laughs> well, pres- she apart pres- from screen. Yeah, apart from screen, she's mad enough to want to do that. She yeah. Really is. We were talking to Nick Mason and his wife and him both fly. They both fly helicopters as well. And um, I'm just really jealous because they get to, you know, they use it as like their family vehicle now. It's ridiculous. Well, Nick Mason, of course, friend of the podcast. He was on uh, Edition 3, I think. Oh, uh, really? So, yeah, we've had well, beaten you to it, boys. He's beaten you I've to, beaten us to of, it. Yeah, no, I've had many, many long chats with him about his general flying um, adventures that he's had. Yeah, he's a great guy. Seems really interesting because he's into his motorsport and everything. Anything with, cars. with an engine. Yeah, precisely. Yeah. Anything with an engine. Yes, that's right. Uh, he said as well, it's more exhilarating flying than it is playing in the band. What do you guys think? Well, I would say, and I said this to my instructor at the time, going first solo for me was the same feeling and experience as when we played uh, Wembley Stadium at the Diana concert. It was a very similar kind of level of uh, adrenaline and all of that. There's a lot of, at stake, isn't there? A lot of stake. You know, when we, we did the Diana gig... Um, few years ago and there was no sound check and we walked on stage and the guy the producer said just before we went on okay there's about a billion people watching this on tv <laughs> and seventy thousand in the actual stadium um and and everyone we knew watching yeah, and our yeah. whole career on the line and yeah that would and, been... and we went out with that kind of level of adrenaline and and uh, and played and it was once we were out there we had a great time but going solo was the same kind of feeling to be fair though you're not gonna die are you if you muck a gig up yeah but it feels like it Virtually. that gig yeah that, that, that gig, <laughs> i would probably have just died that would have been just, the end of the career if it had gone wrong you know yeah they don't color and it was because there's a similar level of concentration you know when you're on stage you've got to make sure that everything's right you're you know you're focusing you know you're, you're kind of playing the guitar and you're doing the lyrics and you're making sure you're singing in tune and you're making sure that all the sounds are correct and and in many ways it's, it's that multifaceted thing that's that why a lot, a lot of musicians are quite comfortable with flying because we we get quite used to, used to multitasking and, and working under pressure you know and that's kind of a similar kind and of also thing. we quite like that 
It's yeah, that, that we thing. like the thrill, you know, that, that, like that's a similar thing, yeah. And it's also a bit of showing off, isn't it? Let's be honest. I mean, all, all people in bands like showing off. All pilots like showing off. Yeah. Well, yeah, we like showing off. We like showing off. Oh, it's kind of boyhood dream as well come true. Yeah, and boyhood be- dreams are like being in bands and flying. I've got to say, guys, um, I think you should re-record some of your records to uh, make them into flying hits. Yes, okay, okay here you we could go. could have uh, re-record uh, Sewn. As flown, yeah, you got me flown. And of course, there's your hit. I love it when you call, which could be, I love it when you stall. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, thank you guys for coming in, Dan. All the best in when when you get back uh, back uh, behind the the, in the right hand seat in a helicopter, isn't it? That's right. Yeah, in the right hand seat. And uh, Richard, uh, good luck with the nav. Thank you. Um, of course, when you're doing your nav, you'll get lost. No, not lost. It's uncertain, uncertain of position. position. Yes, you're right. Richard and Dan from The Feeling, thank you very much for coming in and being our celebrity, two celebrity pilots in one. Thank you very much. Thanks for having us. Flaps Extended. Flaps Extended.